0: Welcome to Zichud Hashem. I'm Rabbi Goldhar, and today we're Dav Tezvav. The first parak, Ma The majority of this Dav is the opening mishnah of the second parak, which includes all of the mishnayos of the parak. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzhak said, "Roha Kola Ora, Simcha. Not everyone will be Zocha to light in Olam Haba, not everyone will be Zocha to Simcha. Sadikim will Ora be Simcha. Sadikim will be Zocha to light, and the upright will be Zocha to Simcha. Rashi explains that the Yasharm are greater than Sadikim, that's why there's Zocha to more. Sadikim receive light as the Pusik states, or zarula Tzadik, light will be sown for the righteous, and the Yasharm attains Simcha as it says at the end of the Pusik, Rabbin Yishar Simcha, and for the upright of heart, Simcha. Point 2 to the mission of the second parg opens describing the state of Tainis the procedure carried out on the last seven public fasts when there's a drought the mission states motzina sitabel rokhovishul year we bring out the ark into the town square but notes in gabia table. we place ashes on top of the ark and on the head of the Nasi and on the head of the Abbasin, then, everyone else places ashes upon their own heads. The Gemara Ahmed Base asks if it's so that the people place the ashes upon their heads after the leaders place them on their heads. For what's taught in the Brights, Rebbe says, when it comes to matters of distinction, we begin with the most distinguished person, and in matters of troubled times, we begin with the least distinguished person. In matters of distinction, we begin with the most distinguished, as we see with Moshe. They spoke to Aram before speaking to Olazer and Hitamar. The Gemara answers that the placement of the ashes on the heads of the Nasi in the Abbasin is a matter of cheshivas for them, because the people are essentially saying to them that the Nasi and Abbasin are prominent enough to ask for Rachamin, for all of them. And point number three, the Gemara asks why someone else puts the ashes on the Nasi's and Abbasin's heads when everyone else placed the ashes themselves on their own heads, Rabbi Abba of Khazari answered, mispaish mispaish me There's no comparison between someone who humiliates himself and someone who is humiliated by others. she explains that this applies to people who are prominent and will feel the additional embarrassment when the ashes are placed on them by others. For everyone else, placing the ashes on themselves is sufficient. We more than ask where the ashes are specifically placed, and Rabbi Yitzhak said, tfilin, In the place where Tefillin is worn on the head, as the Pusach states, To appoint to those who mourn for Zion to give them an ornament, Tefillin, in place of ashes. We see from yeshayas Navu, during the time of Mashiach, Tefillin will be worn where ashes were once placed. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi Nachim Rabbi Yitzhak said, Not everyone will be zochet to light in Olam Haba, not everyone will be zochet to simcha. Sadikim or of yusharim simcha. Sadikim will be light, and the upright will be zocha to simcha. Rashi explains that the Yesharim are greater than Sadikim, which is why there's zocha to mort. Sadikim receive light, as the pasik states, or zarulat sadik, light will be sown for the righteous, and the yusharim attain simcha, as it says at the end of the pasik, be simcha, and for the upright of heart, simcha. Point number two, the mission in the second parak opens describing the Seder Tainus, the procedure carried out on the last seven public fasts when there's a drought. The Mishnah states, we bring out the ark into the town square, and we place ashes on top of the ark, and on the head of the nasi and on the head of the abasin, then everyone else places ashes upon their own heads. The Gemara Nama Beis asks if it's so that the people place the ashes upon their heads after the leaders place them on their heads. For it was taught in a Rebbe says, when it comes to matters of distinction, we begin with the most distinguished person. And in matters of trouble, we begin with the least distinguished person. In matters of distinction, we begin with the most distinguished, as we see with Moshe that he spoke to Aaron before speaking to Lazar and Itamar. We see that in matters of trouble, the snake was cursed first, then Chava, then Adam. The one answers answer is that the placing of the ashes on the heads of the Nasi and is a matter of prominence for them, because the people are essentially saying to them that the Nasi and Abbasin are prominent enough to ask for Rachamim for all of them. Important ask why someone else puts the ashes on the Nassi's and Abbasin's heads when everyone else places the ashes themselves on their own heads. Abba of Khazari answered in a There's no comparison between someone who humiliates himself and someone who is humiliated by others. Rashi explains that this applies to people who are prominent, who feel the additional embarrassment when the ashes are placed on them by others. For everyone else, placing the ashes on themselves is sufficient. The more I then asks where the ashes are specifically placed in the place where Tefillin is worn on the head as the Pusik states to point to those who mourn for Tefillin to give them an ornament meaning Tefillin in place of ashes. We see from Yeshayah's Neboot during the time of Mashiach Tefillin will be worn where ashes were once placed. Alright so now we go to Simardav Tezvav and our standard simon is a fruit bowl and the way we got to a fruit bowl is because Tezvav reminds us of Tuba Shvat is all to relate to fruit, and therefore we use fruit bowls because it seems to be easier to work with than a specific type of fruit, if that makes sense. So here goes. The heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy were unfortunately filled with ash to place on the foreheads of the leaders before the rest of the community, who felt embarrassed especially with ashes put in the place of their tefillin. Once again, slow motion. The heavenly fruit bowls, fruit bowls, that must we're on Dov Tezvab, Tu the heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy, which reminds us that Ravnach and Mirisuk said that not everyone is Zocha to light in Haba, not everybody is to Simcha. will orb Yisharm was Simcha. Siddiqum will be Zocha to light, and the upright will be Zocha to Simcha. And Rashi explains that the Yisharm are greater than Siddiqum, and that's why they're to more. So the heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy were unfortunately filled with ash to place on the foreheads of the leaders before the rest of the community, which reminds us that we put the ashes on the head of the Nasi and before everybody else puts the ashes on their own heads. Even though Rebbe says, when it comes to matters of distinction, we begin with the most distinguished person, and in matters of curse times, we begin with the least distinguished person. Here, the placement of the ashes on the heads of the Nasin Abasin is a matter of prominence for them, because the people are essentially saying to them that the Nasina Basin are a enough to ask for rachimim for all of them. So the heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy were unfortunately filled with ash to place on the foreheads of the leaders before the rest of the community, who felt embarrassed, especially with ashes put in the place of their tefillin. Which reminds us that ashes are put on the Nazis and Abbasin's heads, whereas everybody else puts the ashes on their own heads because it's a greater humiliation for the prominent people to be humiliated by others. We also learn that the ashes are put in the place of the tefillin. So once again, the heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy were unfortunately filled with ash to place on the boards of the leaders first before the rest of the community, who felt embarrassed, especially with ashes, put in the place of the tefillin. All right, now it's time for 4 Blah Back Hazara. Daf Yudalov, so the Simmer Daf Yudalov is 11 stars, like in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The man wearing the robe covered in stars. Stars? That must be more than Daf Yudalov. The man wearing the robe covered in stars who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, which reminds us that was taught in the Bryce when Christ was going through suffering and one separates himself from the community, the two Malachia said, escort escorted person come and place their hands on his head and say, Pony Zeh should perish the Sebor at, at this point that separated himself from the Sebor. All Ben Nechama Sebor should not see the consolation. Of the tzibur when they're safe from the affliction, rather a person should feel the pain together with the tzibur, like Moshe Ben who did during the war with Hamolik, when he sat on a stone as Ben Israel fought. So the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him signing each page of his diary, which reminds us when a person departs from this world, all his deeds make him sign on what he did, and when judgment comes, he endorses the din. So the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him signing each page of his diary, including the day when he never even completed his partial fast. Which reminds us, Rabbi Zerah said in the name of Huna, if one continued his fast from the day into the next night, he does not daven the tefillah of Anenu. Abai said that Ravuna holds that we do fast for hours and it does require Anenu. But in this case, since a person did not accept upon himself to fast the day before, it's not chashim enough to require including Anenu in the Tfilos. Daf Yud-Beis. So the symbol of Daf yud is 12 brothers. So here goes. The six brothers, six brothers of 12? That must be more on Daf yud 12 brothers. The six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be of the Titus the day before Ad Mincha, which reminds us any Titus where one did not accept upon himself to fast while it's still daytime before the fast is not called a Tainus. He's like a bellows filled with air. Plus... We have a Makhus Rub and Shmuel regarding when one is Makabu upon himself. The Tinus Rub said at Mincha time, where Shmuel holds during the Tvila of Mincha. So the six brothers who realize they fasted for nothing when they forgot to bring the Tinus the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later, which reminds us the review is said in the name of Rub, Loba Adam Tanesa Uparea a person who accepted upon himself to fast may borrow the fast and eat that day and then repay his chiyav to fast on another day. We have two different versions of how Shmuel reacted when he heard this din. So the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be Macabal the Tainas the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later... Join the community in examining the town's deeds, the morning of the public fast, which reminds us, the Morris, what is done on the day of the fast? So I answered, from morning until midday, Ma'in B'mili we examine the town's conduct. During the third quarter of the day, we read from the Torah and the Haftorah, and from there on, from the final quarter of the day, B'ain Rachamim, we beg for Hashem's mercy. Da'f Yud Gimel, the simmer Da'f Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The nervous Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more a Da'f Yud Gimel. The nervous bar mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first tishabub without washing in hot or cold water, which reminds us, Bar Papa said in the Raphista regarding the prohibition of washing oneself on a fast day, any situation where the prohibition to wash is because of a velus like Tishubab or that of someone actually mourning, it's prohibited to wash, whether it's hot water or cold water. But where the prohibition to wash is because of pleasure, which Russian explained means is a fast to abstain from pleasures, then washing in hot water is forbidden, but in cold water it's permitted. So the nervous Barb boy who didn't know if he could survive his first Tishab without washing in hot Or cold water. Got so confused when he saw the man sitting Shiva for his second son, washing in cold water. Which reminds us Rabbi Ava Al-Kohen challenged Rufchitz's ruling that an Ava was prohibited to wash in cold water from an incident where Rabbi Yossi, whose sons died, washed in cold water during the Shiva. The Gomorrah answers that his sons died one right after the other, and therefore Rabbi Yossi was able to be Makal, given the fact that he was mourning for a long period of time. So, the nervous bar mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first tishabub without washing in hot or cold water got so confused when he saw the man sitting Shiva for his second son washing in cold water that he forgot to include anenu in the bracha Shameh Which reminds us, Rabiuda told his son Rav Yitzhak that Yachinu uh, Yachin who accepted a fast upon himself inserts anenu ben goel arotfe between the bracha of redemption and the bracha of healing. Rav Yitzhak challenges father and asks, Yachin koveo bracha asmo meal, Yachin insert a bracha in for himself? Rather, be Shameh He inserts it in the bracha of the one who hears Tfilah. Rav Shesh has also said, anenu is included in the bracha of Shameh Tfilah. Daf Adalit. So the similar Daf Adalit is a hand and we use a juggler. So here goes. The juggler juggling chauffeurs juggler juggling. That must be one of Yad Yad. The juggler juggling chauffeurs while calling out Anenu Anenu, which reminds us that we learned that the seven last fasts are more chamur and that we're masreen and we close the stores. We have a malchuk as whether masreen means we bow the chauffeur during the six additional brachas which were recited on the day, or means we recite Anenu, referring to the field which is said at the end of Srichos. So the juggler juggling chauffeurs while calling out Anenu Anenu, who performed under a shady tree in the king's royal garden, which reminds us that if rain has still not fallen after the seventh fast. We refrain from a binyan shil simcha, which refers to building a wedding chamber for one's son's chasna, and to an atiyah shil simcha, which is a varniki of kings, which is understood to be a tree that is planted when a baby prince is born, that eventually gets built into his throne when he is coronated, or a large shady tree in the royal garden where kings like to stroll. So the juggler-jogging chauffeurs while calling out, anenu anenu, who performed under a shady tree, in the king's royal garden, said shalom to scholars walking by, who responded with a soft and serious hello, which reminds us that if rain is not fallen after the 13th fast, then cheverim, meaning tomenichachamim, don't greet each other, and they respond to arts who greet them with a soft and serious hello. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgold and Zichur, wishing you a great day and great learning.